because I just think it's really key that we stop focusing so much on harder and more and more on getting more out of less. With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about cheating yourself, okay? Cheating yourself in your workouts. If you're doing a harder variation of a move, you think instantly, well, there's no way I'm cheating myself. I feel really destroyed after my workout. I'm doing a harder variation. How could I possibly be cheating myself? What if you're not actually optimizing the movement or maximizing the results you're getting from it? What if a lot of times we're trying to actually just complete the interval of work and we're not conscious of what we feel working and so we're ending up cheating ourselves, you know, by letting our butt go up a little bit in the plank, by letting our hands sneak out in front of our shoulders during the mountain climbers. What if we're trying so hard to just sort of survive our workout or working so hard to do more or feel destroyed at the end that we're not actually getting the most out of each movement? We're cheating ourselves in our attempt to do more and supposedly work harder. So it's one of these things that sometimes regressing to progress means that we're actually making a movement harder for our body. So that easier variation that you thought was too easy for you, that you thought you were above, you're actually trying to make it as hard as possible to get the most out of it. I like to go back to basics. No matter how advanced I think I am, no matter how much I can lift, I'll take the loads down at points because I know I need to go back to basics to really maximize my form, optimize how everything is being recruited. So at some point you need to regress to progress. You need to think, how can I actually make this easy move harder to make sure that I'm doing it correctly and engaging the correct muscles? Too often we just try and do more, the harder variation, go for longer with something, cut out the rest, whatever else it is, instead of trying to get the most out of everything we include. And this attitude of doing more is actually what holds us back often because we're trying to, you know, add so much more that we're sort of reaching this point of diminishing returns where this more is wasted volume. It's holding us back. It's fatiguing us instead of giving us the benefit. So it's one of these things that you want to sort of look at everything in your workout and think, am I cheating myself or am I actually trying to get the most out of even less? So I thought it was really an interesting thing to think about, you know, like what are questions I sort of ask myself as I'm trying to maximize my workouts, get more out of the movements, even sometimes tone things back to say, Hey, has ego sort of gotten in the way with this? So I thought of four really important questions to be asking yourself as you're programming, as you're progressing moves, as you're thinking, Hey, have I earned this heavier load? Have I earned this harder variation? So one focus on what you feel working. If you can at any point understand what you feel working during a movement, you probably haven't earned that harder variation and you're probably compensating a little bit. So even during a basic bodyweight glute bridge from that first rep, you should be able to feel your butt cheeks working. If you can't, you probably actually have some mind body connection work to sort of work on, right? It's one of these things that you might not actually be as advanced as you think you are. A lot of times my most advanced clients are the ones that feel those easy moves a lot quicker and a lot more than some of my clients that think they're more advanced than they actually are. I know we think, you know, I'm advanced. I've been working out a long time. I can do these hard variations, but it also means you're able to maximize the basics and get the most out of them. So you want to be able to say, Hey, I'm doing this body weight lunge. What do I feel working? Just because you don't feel anything working doesn't mean you earned weights, right? You should be able to know what you feel working to then earn the loads. If you can't understand what muscles are working, you haven't earned a harder variation. So make sure you can say, Hey, what do I feel working? And understand what you feel working at any time. The next thing is take ego out of it at times and go lighter, do an easier move, optimize form. While we're progressing our workouts, progress is never linear. So that should mean that you should push to a point, 
find some weak links, then back off to repair those weak links or to fix those and strengthen them. So like I'll be doing a progression and I'll add weight, add weight, add weight, add weight on the deadlift and then be like, mm, now I see stuff starting to break down. Okay, what is weak? And then I go back to basics, even swapping in some supplemental moves, maybe a different deadlift variation, maybe hip thrusters, whatever else it is to address those weak links. But I'll go back to basics to focus on that mind-body connection and sort of take ego out of trying to do more. You know, I might use tempo to progress movements and different postures, that type of thing, but I'll go back to basics knowing that then I can even rebuild a little bit faster and then I can get back to what I was doing and pro progress even further. Versus a lot of times if we just keep pushing through, that's where we end up injured or we hit that point of diminishing returns or we're doing the harder variation and cheating and overloading other muscles. And that's why like if you're doing deadlift and your lower back is hurting, you're not actually working your glutes in the way you want or the hamstrings, you're just overloading your lower back. And so that's what's getting the benefit of the move. In this case, potentially also getting injured, but that's the muscle that's working. So it's like the same thing as when you do leg lowers. If your abs aren't working, if you're feeling your lower back, you're not actually giving your abs the full benefit. So it might be better to regress the movement to actually feel your abs working over just perpetuating the issue of overload of your lower back and that compensation pattern, okay? So sometimes, no matter how advanced you are and even the more advanced you are, the more you're pushing those loads, the more you need to take points where you go back to basics to address any of the weak links you've seen pop up. We're only as strong as our weakest link. Uh, number three is shorten intervals of work or add in rest and see if you can get better quality. So I know a lot of times we try and start working for longer, doing harder variations, cutting out the rest, but we also lose a focus on quality repetitions. And we have to remember that each movement we do is practice. It's ingraining a movement pattern. So if you do imperfect practice, you're ingraining imperfect movement patterns. So at points we wanna actually add in more rest to try and train speed, right? Because it is one of these things that like when you're trying to run as fast as possible, you can't run as fast as possible forever, right? So you might wanna stop when you feel your pace slowing, rest to then only train speed and only go as long as you can actually maintain that maximum speed. And over time that should increase and you can even decrease rest, but you wanna sometimes at points not just push through, through the fatigue as much as we wanna feel slaughtered. So remember at points it can be better to do less and rest more to get more quality reps in and maximize the time you're actually working. Too often we think more, more, more over quality, quality, quality. You wanna train smarter, not just harder. Question number four, thing number four to think about is stop focusing on just doing more for results. Wasted volume honestly is only wasted time and also hampers your results. It goes back to that whole more attitude. I understand we want to do more because it makes us feel more in control of our results because we're taking action towards a certain thing. But a lot of times we're doing a lot of wasted volume and so we're not actually able to maximize results. Like if you're training when you're extremely sore and tired, there's changes in your recruitment patterns. You might not be using the correct muscles. You might not be able to lift as heavy as you would if you just took a little extra rest. And it goes back to, are you training slowness? Like if you're training to try and sprint at top speeds, the last thing you want to do is train at a suboptimal pace, right? You always want to think, am I getting the most out of the time I actually have? I think it's why a lot of times we think we need to, you know, start training six days a week, two hours a day over just like, no, how can I actually get more out of 30 minutes? How can I use this time wisely so I can get consistent and stay consistent because we can't out exercise or out diet time. So I wanted to give you those four things to think about as you're really progressing your workouts, as you're trying to earn harder moves, because I just think it's really key that we stop focusing so much on harder and more and more on getting more out of less. We wanna train smarter, not just harder. So don't cheat yourself out of any single moment of benefit from your workouts. Think how can I really get more out of every single move I'm doing? How can I even see those basics as a way to advance movements by 
progressing my mind-body connection because it's not just loads, it's not just tempos, it's not just harder moves or moving faster or doing less rest and more intervals of work or longer intervals of work. It's also about how can I get more out of those very simple moves because my mind and body are so efficient at communicating because that also does relate back to strength, guys, and your efficiency. Not to mention helps us age better and be functionally stronger. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, comment below and make sure to leave a review on iTunes.